everyone. Welcome to the fifth episode of Careers Infinite. This is Devika and Shruti joining you from the Steel City, Hamilton and Raleigh, North Carolina. Hello everybody. Last week, we talked about our networking experiences. We speculated on the origin of networking events, discussed students' perspectives, and also suggested the importance of starting to network early. So today we want to talk about the biggest online networking portal out there, LinkedIn, and more specifically about the apps and services that have been rolled out recently. Let's consider why we have to talk about it. The job market searching trend has changed rapidly in the last few years with the entry of social networking sites. And LinkedIn is a great tool that has differentiated itself primarily as an employment and a professional business site. It's a great place to keep updated about potential jobs and to build your network. Let's also look at the numbers. With a total of about 467 million users, LinkedIn is the top online tool for professional development. India ranks among the top three countries with the highest number of LinkedIn members after the United States. And there are around 3 million active job listings on LinkedIn and more get added every day. We heard that 85% of jobs are filled through networking these days. But did you know that 32% of jobs are found through social networking sites? And at this point in time, LinkedIn has also rolled out some interesting features like the LinkedIn Lite, Placement and other services in India. Before we get into that, let's talk about creating a LinkedIn profile. Shruti, how did you go about doing it? I think that most people would relate to this. I created my LinkedIn account first in 2007. It happened around the time I was doing my master's. Back then, I didn't really know how LinkedIn could be used, but I signed up anyway because everyone around me did it. People would ask me, do you have a Facebook account? And I could say, yes, I do. Are you on LinkedIn? Yes, I am. I even had an Orkut account, which I doubt many people will even remember today. So it was something that you had to do to appear current. But it was only last year that I really understood how LinkedIn worked and I revamped my profile to include as much information about myself as possible, so as to increase the possibility of recruitment. So Devika, what about your LinkedIn profile story? I have a similar story, but when I listen to you and several others, what I'm seeing is that LinkedIn becomes a priority a year before anyone starts looking out for a job. For me, I think this was in 2012 or 2013. I hardly knew how to use LinkedIn and the page stayed dormant for several years till I was ready to graduate. So it was the same story just like yours. I updated my profile immediately after my first networking event and I realized the importance of that app only at that place. I would have a conversation and at the end of it, the person would take out their phone and send me an invite over their LinkedIn app. And there it was. I had a new first degree connection and it became a normal routine after that. So Shruti, what according to you are the do's and don'ts when one starts using LinkedIn for the first time? Yes, with LinkedIn, since it's a professional networking platform, there is an etiquette to follow. 
The first thing is to not look at LinkedIn like Facebook. We don't discuss any personal updates. Of course, we can like and share posts, but we choose those posts very carefully. We make connections, but we should always remember to introduce ourselves while connecting. You mentioned that you connected with a lot of people at networking events through the LinkedIn app. I guess in those instances, an introduction is not really necessary. But when you're doing it at a later time, or especially when you're connecting with people that you don't know, an introduction is a must. And it can also help people remember how they met you. The other thing is that people should refrain from using SMS language, where we shorten words like you, Y-O-U, as the letter U, or C, S-E-E, as the letter C. I mean, this may seem like nitpicking, but it is annoying and very unprofessional. There is a character limit in LinkedIn messaging, but it surely doesn't require shortening P-H-A-T as P-A-T. Nicely put, Shruti. Those are great pointers for a newcomer. I have to specifically agree with the SMS language. Using that type of language on a professional platform is not going to get anybody any points. Well, there's a learning curve as there is to any new process. But professional conduct is a must in LinkedIn, even if it is an online platform. So we get an overview and the importance of LinkedIn. But what's happening right now? With the launch of LinkedIn Lite, accessibility is going to increase, be it in career, education, or in professional development. So why not have a LinkedIn profile? The LinkedIn Lite app is about 1 MB in size, and it is made for people in areas where the networks or phones are slower and also for areas with 2G network connection. LinkedIn has also formed partnerships with organizations such as HackerRank, Aspiring Minds, CoCubes, and they have come up with placements. Here, individuals can get access to jobs posted by recruiters. The placement section, I have to say, is really cool. It allows for online tests, depending on the job, and this makes it a great platform for recruiters and companies. And I would say lynda.com, now called LinkedIn Learning, is just icing on the cake. Here, education has been combined to address any gaps job-seeking professionals might have. There is also so much more to LinkedIn. For example, the LinkedIn groups. One of my professors, also the chair of my department at McMaster University, had originally started a group a few years ago called the McMaster Biology Graduate Alumni, and this was done to connect the alumni on a professional platform. The main purpose of this group was to provide biology graduate students with contacts for career mentoring, help with networking between the biology alumni, and also apprise them of events and achievements of their alma mater. I think this was an excellent initiative by my professor. That's great. Alumni groups are a great resource for current students. And I think it's wonderful that your department is doing this. So once we have an active LinkedIn profile, the next step would be to make a connection and get an informational interview. Now, if students are wondering how to approach someone they don't know for an informational interview, Careers Infinite's Mentor Walk program would be the right place for them to get help. In fact, there was a survey conducted earlier this year among 102 schools in India, and they found out that 67% of the respondents felt that it would be ideal for them to plan their future while still in high school and not later. 
I think we would agree that this is the ideal time for students to talk to different people and explore various career options and plan their future better. So to all those who are interested, check out the Mantra Walk program and our blog page career reviews to get an idea of how to do an informational interview. So is informational interviewing just asking a bunch of questions? To get an answer for that question, stay tuned for our next episode on September 4th on Understanding Informational Interviewing. Are you interested in more resources for career development? Check out www.careersinfinite.com for our podcast, 5 Steps Ahead and Career Reviews blog. If you like this episode, please rate it and subscribe to 5 Steps Ahead in iTunes or your favorite podcast app. We love to hear back from you. Share your questions or comments with us at www.careersinfinite.com. Thank you all for listening.